Hey friends, welcome to the Vertical Podcast. Vertical's mission is to ignite a passion in college students for Jesus Christ, His church, and His mission around the world. Our goal is to create conversations centered around questions and topics that we don't normally have the opportunity to talk about weekly at Vertical. Check out our website at verticalministries.net or follow us on social media at Vertical Waco to find more resources on ways to grow and opportunities to give. Our hope and prayer is that this would be a helpful resource for you during this time. Sick'em. All right, guys, we are sitting here in a house on the river in Waco. We have no idea what this uh, portion, so to speak, of our podcast is going to be called. I am here with the Dale Wallace, Executive Director of Vertical Ministries, and the Associate Director, one of two Associate Directors of Vertical Ministries, J.C. Gregory. And my name is Chambers Swigert, and I am also an Associate Director of Vertical so you're telling me we started a podcast and we don't have a name for it. We don't have a name. We have been sitting here uh, for a few minutes throwing out different ideas. The reality is we're here together, the three of us, because none of our roommates... Um, Your wife. My wife uh, <laughs> doesn't necessarily want us gathering in our houses right yeah, now. Yeah, you're not supposed to intermingle houses, so we have to sit <laughs> six feet apart in somebody else's house. So we have no idea what this is called. Um, we will be taking ideas this week if you have any ideas for what this portion of the vertical podcast should be called feel free to dm us on instagram or email us or find some way to communicate with us Tag us on the story at vertical some kind of an idea honestly i've been pushing for abc which stands for anything but corona podcast and so i'm going to stick to that for now but that's limited that means we can't use it in the future and yeah i haven't decided how i feel about it what do you think jc I think it doesn't really fit because we are talking about Corona. Whatever. So. But we're not going to talk about, it's not our hot take on Corona. It's what should life look like in light of Corona? Totally. Okay, fine. Other, other ideas. Real quick, real truth. What do you think? <laughs> Touched by the Brazos. Touched by the Brazos. Brilliant. We are, for those that don't know, we're overlooking the Brazos River um, at the River House. We call this River House Sessions. We call this Table Talk. I feel like that's too simple. River House Conversations. We, since y'all can't see us, we thought y'all would, we thought we would give y'all just a better idea of what we look like. Uh, None of our hair has changed. Dale is still bald. I shaved my head. Neck is looking good. This is the first day in over three weeks that I haven't worn a hat. I don't know how my hair looks, but JC's hair looks much better than Dale and I's. Immaculate. Yeah. Um, but speaking of uh, the coronavirus, anything but corona, is that what you said? Yeah, anything I kinda, That's kind of growing on me. Today, uh, we want to uh, uh, talk about a specific uh, question. And so the question for today is, if I'm a college student right now during this season, um, COVID-19 is, is in the world, it's happening, uh, what should my rhythms look like right now? So what should my rhythms of Rona be? Rhythms of Rona, I love it. I, uh, I honestly think that this is a really important question for students to consider and uh, it's really no different than even us as like a staff and even a lot of different people that are having to work from home. I I talked to a student recently uh, who lives in Waco and I was six feet apart from them just to clarify. And they they told me that they have been going to bed in the AM and waking up in the PM. And she was just describing like her 
her whole rhythm is off. Like all of her life, she's like just going to bed in the morning and waking up in the in the afternoon. And so it's just this crazy uh, time. Like college is already this time that, you, you know, you have so much more time and freedom and flexibility. And now more than ever, it's like, man, you don't just have time and freedom. You also have the freedom of when to go to class. You have freedom of when to do certain assignments. A lot of professors, not not many force you to be at the particular class at a particular time. So that's kind of created this, you know, freedom and your home, possibly, probably your home. And so just things look different. And so I'd say uh, the best uh, rhythms that you could do are just like the most essential human rhythms. For example, waking up, so simple, but like set a time, at least Monday through Friday, where you can treat it as your responsibility, your vocation, your job as a student is to be a student, is to be a good student. And so I think the first thing is like, wake up, just set a time, you know, every day, uh, Monday through Friday, or even Monday through Thursday for some people, you know, that somehow don't have Friday classes, you know, and just work really hard in in those seasons. So create some sort of schedule. So wake up, I would say read and pray, like spend time with the Lord in the word to start every day. Um, don't turn to the news, don't turn to Instagram, don't abide in other things, don't abide in text messages, don't abide in other things, finding life in other things. This is not the time. This is the time to create um, disciplines uh, that will help us, you know, this summer and even in coming into the next school year, or if you're a senior going into young adulthood. Like, this is an incredible time to be creating disciplines that can be really helpful for life. So, wake up, spend time in the Word, prayer, uh, and then I'd even say exercise, school. Are, are two things that I would put as like must do's Monday through Thursday, Monday through Friday. Um, and so I think exercising for me has been the weird thing that I, it just feels weird. But even last night, like I went to bed at 1 a.m. last night, I was in bed at like 11 p.m., but I couldn't fall asleep because I was, I had so much energy. And from the day before, I just didn't exercise. And so I was just like bouncing around in my head all through the night on my pillow because I hadn't exercised. I hadn't really utilized that much energy. I mean, I'd just been walking around all day from room to room, you know, uh, putting out fires on my phone and calling friends and, you know, those kinds of things. And so, uh, I would say exercise should just be something, even if it's a walk or a run or something simple, uh, each and every day. And then school should be a priority. It's your responsibility. So wake up, spend time in the word, pray, exercise, school, and then I, I would work into every day some time for community and friendship. Maybe that's at lunchtime. You're just like, man, I'm going to plan to pray and call whoever comes to mind or actually schedule it. Uh, students, newsflash, one of the weirdest things about young adulthood for me, one of the things I hated the most about adulting was that you had to start scheduling friendships. It felt fake. And I just want you to know, once you start to schedule friendships, it's not fake. Like, that's literally the way that we work as people once you leave this thing called college. Like, that's the way a lot of people kind of operate. So it's okay to start scheduling friendships, scheduling time, even putting in times on things feels weird. But it's helpful to people because, you know, for whatever reason, we like schedules. And so I think it's okay to schedule times, but it's also okay to put in some margin for community friendship and call random people. And, uh, I call the random dude I haven't talked to since college really. Um, 
and we had the greatest conversation about conspiracies, which we won't go into because it's probably inappropriate for a podcast of where Corona came from and uh, and how the New World Order is going to take over because of all this. But that's, again, not for this podcast. Here's the deal. It was such an incredible conversation because what it allowed for me to do is connect with this friend who I've talked to in years. And he was... You know, he was talking about how did some of these people predict this in the 1980s that wrote these fictional novels. And I was just getting to tell him, man, I think that's evil. Like, I really think that the, the devil has power and we need to acknowledge that. So it created this opportunity for me to talk about, you know, Jesus, the hope of the world and the power of Christ that's so much greater than any evil um, and the devil and conspiracies and the way that anything like that can work. And this is with a guy that, you know, I haven't talked to in years and, and I presume isn't walking with Jesus and who I love dearly. And so it created this opportunity for me to talk to him. The last two things I'll say really quickly is just family time and, uh, and then development. I think you, as a student, you must understand, and as a parent even that are tuning in, like you must understand, you will probably never have this opportunity again with your son or daughter. Son or daughter, you student, you will never have this opportunity with your family again. And sometimes I even tell seniors who are graduating, they're like, what should I do my last summer before I start my job in August? I often tell them, go home because you won't go home again. It it will be more challenging. You won't have the vacation days that you think that you deserve. You you won't have the time that you you really want moving forward. And even if home is hard, which we'll talk about in a future podcast, like even if home is hard, go home and dive deep, ask the questions that you've always wanted to know, um, care for your, your family, be thoughtful, and just just really take advantage of that time because you, you may not like it because you didn't choose it in this season, but the reality is you're going to look back and you're going to realize, wow, that was, that was an opportunity, and you're either going to look back and say, man, I missed it, or, or man, I'm so thankful that the healing came with our family or that time was so precious with my family. And so I think the family time and I would say development, I'm not home personally. And so I, I have, you know, the extra margin of just, I don't travel in a day. Um, you know, cooking is pretty quick. Everything's just pretty, pretty fast. Like I have a few more minutes in my day, I think. And so for me, it's just development instead of family time it's spending time with my roommates, spending time reading a lot of things that I've always wanted to read, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 the book list that is never ending. And so, but it's been helpful for me to just read a fictional book that I don't even read fiction. I don't even love fiction, but for whatever reason, it's been good for me to just sit with it, read it. And it kind of removes this pressure. It kind of, there's something about certain things in this life, like books and movies where for a moment you kind of get outside of yourself, you know, you're not thinking about all the things that you have to do in a day. And I think it removes the pressure. It gives you, honestly, I think it's a a vision or a picture of what it really means to abide in something, to like really just have our focus on one thing and then the rest of the things, they don't matter. And I think weirdly in books and and different things, we we experience that in those moments. And so for me, that's the Chronicles of Narnia, you know, the magician's nephew, which is like a, I don't know, fifth grade reading level probably. And I'm over here just like cranking it out and feeling good about myself because I'm getting a book in, you know, I'm like, I'm almost done with the first book. I can relate to that. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately. I'm like... This is outstanding because it's removing this pressure. It's getting me outside of myself and helping me realize, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, amidst all the chaos and, and controlling the chaos and, and leadership and with vertical, like, what am You know, it just kind of is so relaxing, refreshing, and, 
so helpful to me. And so I, I think you should do something fun, play with your dog, you know, throw the Frisbee, uh, be outside, go for a run if you like running. But I already said exercise, so I don't know, you know, if that's fun or not for you. But at the end of the day, those are some of the things that I think would create helpful rhythms. And so in summary, let me just run through these real quick. I know I've just preached and talked for way too long and even mentioned conspiracies, which will get me in trouble. But here's the deal. Wake up, spend time with the Lord, exercise, school, community, friendship, uh, family time, development, and fun. And so that's a lot in a day, but that's a great way to to spend your day. And, and you won't feel like you've wasted your days if you have rhythms, at least for, you know, Monday through Friday. You know, I'm not saying, you know, Saturday and Sunday, rest and sleep in and, you know, you don't have to do all that. But but those are some just initial rhythms that come to mind that I think could be helpful, have been helpful to me personally. These aren't mind blowing. Um, but JC, your wheels are turning. I can see you thinking about this. What do you have to say about what I've had to say and what do you have to add and just clean clean this up? Yeah. Um, well, my first thought is I just want to double down on the importance of not neglecting your time with the Lord during this season, especially. Um, I think when we go home, it's easy to become lazy and just kind of not have a schedule to our days. And then what's most important gets put on the back burner and you just kind of start, um, referring or doing whatever is immediate, like the immediate need. Um, and I just think right now we have an incredible opportunity to spend extended time with the Lord um, in prayer and growing in knowledge of his word. Um, and that's really what is going to root us during this time. And we see this rhythm even in the life of Jesus. Um, I've been in the Gospels lately, and this is all just from five chapters in Luke but there's verse after verse that says he departed and went to a desolate place. He would withdraw to desolate places and pray. He went out to the mountain to pray and all night continued in prayer to God. It happened that he was praying alone. He went up to the mountain to pray. I mean, this is over. Those are all different verses in Luke. Um, And so we can take this rhythm from the person of Christ and make sure that we are um, going out to desolate places alone, withdrawing, um, and, and spending extended time in prayer and memorizing God's word and spending time in his word. Um, so I just want to say again, do not neglect that time. It's the most important thing you could do. What do y'all feel like? I mean, some of this was kind of touched on in different ways, but what do y'all feel like are the biggest challenges and even hurdles to getting in a rhythm? Like, I know distraction, you know, phones, those things have been, yeah, have been mentioned, good. but anything y'all would say that is just like so pressing and makes it really hard to get in a rhythm. Uh, I, I can start real quick. I, I won't talk about phones. I'll let JC talk about the phone. I think uh, for, for me, two things that came to mind or really three first is like, it doesn't feel like, I don't feel like it. Like one of the biggest challenges to a rhythm is I don't feel like it. And I think that we have this like kind of obsession with comfort and doing whatever we want whenever we want to do it. And it leads to laziness. Like it doesn't lead Mm -hmm. to uh, excellence and honoring the Lord and what we're doing. And, And so I just think everyone needs to get over the like, I don't feel like it. Because now more than ever, I'm, I'm feeling the 1 p.m., 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Well, I don't feel like it. 
Yeah. I don't feel like working right now. I don't feel like it because honestly, like I can work later is also the excuse, but really like putting it off is not yeah. the, the, the and if you answer. Don't, if you don't feel like it, then that's when you need accountability because you, you just ask someone, be like, hey, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be productive. I want to be lazy. I want to do whatever I want to do. Totally. Like, will you ask me? Totally. Like at the end of the day, what I got done yeah. or what I did today. I always say this uh, during the school year at Vertical. I've, I've said like your roommates are some of your best assets when it comes to like scheduling because one of you has somebody in your house. Like it's either your parent right now or it's a roommate, you know, if, as long as you're not living alone. But like it's likely that you know somebody that's a freak and like they wake up at the same time every day at like 4:30 a.m. and they f- spend the first 2 hours in prayer and then they spend like the next 2 hours in their bibles and it's like you just ask them to help you wake up at like 8 a.m. Yeah. or like you know like just help ask that person whether it's your dad your mom your roommate i don't know who it is but for me like i i have uh, great roommates and we can just set up a time of like hey we're going to go running at 6:30 a.m. tomorrow and then i'm i have to wake up like i am accountable to my roommate because we're going running tomorrow morning, you know, at, or whatever time. And so I think that I don't feel like is the first thing. And accountability is a great response to that challenge. I think you mentioned this, JC, like just the most important thing. There's mm-hmm. this thing called the tyranny of the urgent that I think we must rightly understand. And the tyranny of the urgent means that you're constantly just dealing with whatever's urgent. And the, the problem with this season is that, you know, a text from our friend feels urgent and it all, it has a priority over our responsibility, our uh, school. It's way more fun to text a friend than it is to study for school. Mm -hmm. And so the tyranny of the urgent is going to be what students and even all people must realize in this new normal during Corona. Like we cannot be just these, you know, these roller coasters that, days are dependent on the tyranny of the urgent, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm getting crushed by that. Like I am receiving a lot and I'm, I'm having to create spaces of my day where I have to put away the phone. I have to put away even friendships for moments so that I can focus on certain things and tasks that need to be done. And now more than ever, people are texting me, you know, now more than ever, uh, people are calling, and and so it's this weird thing that we must understand that one of the biggest challenges to rhythms is the tyranny of the urgent. Everything will feel urgent, but you really have to understand that like it's okay to call your college roommate back later in the day so that you can focus on you know uh, getting your schoolwork done, or you can focus on spending time with your family mm-hmm. when you're all at dinner. Like you don't need your phone, you don't need, and I think the phones yeah. are the greatest gift and they're the greatest curse in this mm-hmm. moment. Cause it's like the only thing that's keeping us connected to our community from college. We're like, Oh, I need to, you know, constantly stay connected and which is really helpful. You know, it's, it's a little bit of a tease for an extrovert like me. I still hate the phone. It doesn't feel like it's satisfying the relational, you know, thing that I feel like I need. But so I think we just have to be aware with our phones and with the tyranny of the urgent. And so you have thoughts, Jace? Yeah. With the phones, I would say there's two, two times a day that you for for sure should be putting your phone, computer, social media, everything away. And that's one first thing in the morning with your time with the Lord. Do not have your phone. Like don't have it, put it on do not disturb, put it away from you. Um, and don't be distracted by your phone or technology during your time with the Lord. Like, just like I said earlier, like depart to a desolate place. Like don't have 
that with you. And then also time with the people that you're living with surrounded by like family or if you're with your roommates still, like if you're spending time with them, be with them and be present. And I've, I've had, I've done this before. Sometimes when you're like at a dinner with your family or friends, like even suggest that everyone puts their phones like in the middle of the table and no one touches it till dinner is over. Or like you put your phones in another room and like have quality time with the people that you are with right now. Cause you're not going to get it like if Lord willing a few months we're we're back to some sort of normal. We don't, we have no idea when that will be, but whenever it is, you will look back and, and you don't want to wish like, man, I, I wish I used that time better to build deeper relationships and ask more intentional questions. Like think through, like before you have a meal with someone or you're hanging with someone, like think through two or three intentional questions you can ask them um, and be an initiator in that way. Don't just wait for someone else yeah. to ask you a question. That's good. And Chambers, I know we, with some other friends, like I know we talked about challenges, but we're you and some other friends of ours from high school, because we went to middle school and high school together, for those that don't know on the podcast, like we, we've, somebody else stepped up and challenged us to memorize Philippians 1, because we have the extra time. And so even that has been just such a gift, despite the challenge of, you know, the season, the new normal, like that's how you can take advantage of, and you can only memorize if you're really away from your phone. And so... Anyways, I think that's that's kind of like even a good thing uh, that's come from this kind of new normal. For sure. Yeah, I've noticed for me too, like memorizing Philippians 1 has really taken the place of those moments where I'm seeking entertainment. Like I want to look at my phone and check Twitter and re- refresh the yeah. same like news points that have come out that day. But instead, um, like memorizing has been really good and challenging because it takes me forever to memorize scripture, but we would just, I would even encourage you listeners, um, this week to consider memorizing a passage of scripture. Um, okay. Any, anybody have anything else, any other like closing thoughts to kind of recap what we've said or, yeah. or c- conclude? Yeah, actually there's like a father figure to me who I've, I've quoted before. He says this thing, he says, live by design, not by default. And I think this, the idea of rhythms is if you don't have a rhythm, which is, is the way you could design your own rhythm. Like if you don't design a rhythm, then you're going to live by default. And default for most of us is laziness, drifting, and foolish. Like it's just, it's just wasted time. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is an awesome opportunity, awesome season to live by design, not by default. So. Yeah. I would say, uh, my roommates, we did this thing the, I think it was yesterday where we asked each other, like, what, what would you feel loved by during this season? And my answer was, I love laughing. Like laughing, laughing is like medicine to me. And I just would feel loved by like doing fun things. Like let's do something where we're going to laugh together. And so I would encourage you just to either think through your, for yourself, like what would be like medicine to me during this time? And like be creative of how you can do that for Mm. yourself um, to keep yourself sane during this time. And then maybe even ask Think of one person that you're with during this season, a roommate, a family member, that you can ask that same question to of what would you feel loved by during this time um, that I could do for you or be a part of and be get creative on how you can do those things. That's so good. We're so thankful for y'all tuning in and listening to our first episode of um, Conversations at the <laughs> River House. Um, we hope that this has been 
<laughs> who knows Ho- what helpful um to each of you again if you have more uh want more information about vertical please check out our website at verticalministries.net or follow us on social media at vertical waco and even this week feel free to send us a question or questions if you have them we would love to um, receive those from you as we consider what we'll be talking about um, in the coming days thank you all again for tuning in and we will see you soon sick em. see you